BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. You can listen to full two-hour-long episodes of The Bonfire. Two hours. That's a real commitment to us. Well, it's on SiriusXM or with the SXM app. It's easy. Just go to SiriusXM.com bonfire for a special offer. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Well, I got down on my, on my, on my bended knees. Can they hear me and yet? I began uh, yeah, they can. What's this suicide soundtrack? Why do you ruin the song? Damn, Lou is so excited to play the the... The exactly. movie version and Christine just snapped. so fucking excited here, California dreaming, and that shit comes on. Have you ever seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with the great Brad Pitt? Yeah. Yes. This is from that. Well, right. yeah, but it's such a bummer one. The people in California are upset about it. Yeah, fuck California. Yeah, come back to cold, sure. sad New York. How about fuck that? Fuck off. How about that? <laughs> fucking pussy. How about that? How about that? I saw her on. Um, uh, interview on Barstool and she's like still that girl. Yeah. Like with all the filters and stuff. She's still, she's like, you're crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's like, oh, you bought someone a big house. And she's like, huh? She's dumb as shit. She's dumb as shit. So I hope I she saves her money. I love that she has a uh, scholarship. Makes me laugh. Who is it? In her name, Danielle Brajoli. Oh. She was on Sunday yeah, Conversations with Caleb. He's very funny. Yeah. Yeah, he's very funny. Is he making fun of her? Kind of. To her face? But he's like asking like, you know, he he does that with people he interviews, whether it be like um, her or uh, Hasbullah. Like, has, everything been, has everything been lit since you've gotten famous? Everything's lit, dude. I'm lit. Is everything mad lit? I'm lit, right? <laughs> mad lit. <laughs> um, it's Bonfire, Faction Talk, Series XM 103. Can we go back to that clip? I want you to hear where he says he's never been with a woman. It makes me laugh. Nick, we're talking about uh, Nick Fuentes, BFF of Kanye West's. He's been showing up on podcasts with a man. If, imagine being in like, like you're Jay-Z and you go to talk to Kanye and this kid's there. <laughs> you're like, Kanye, you got to get on your wow. meds. And this kid's like, well, actually. Hey, Jay-Z, get out in the field. Mm. Like, Whoa, what? Go. Have you been in a relationship with a woman? No. 
So how are you telling other people how to behave towards women when you yourself have not had any actual physical, you know, interaction with them in a romantic capacity or in fact in any capacity where you, you know, uphold them in a way that treats them with respect? I mean, if, if you're out here arguing that women are basically half the value of, well, you know, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, in fact, because that's not right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you are looking to some other regimes around the world that do think that women are half the value of a man, I have to question what kind of a person who's had no experience with women is in a position to, to you know, basically promote these ideas well i'm having an experience with a woman right now <laughs> and i've had <laughs> lots of experiences with women in my life not not romantically per se but you know I've, I've talked to enough women i've been in you know i've known enough women to know sort of what's going on and i think any man who is observant enough and honestly you know like i said we could go back to you great geniuses we could go back to people I mean, that have been a guy who's still probably i don't i don't know what his background is but like if his father's just this kind of guy and says the kind of stuff, you know what I mean? He's just like blindly following someone. He's never even like hooked up with a chick before. He's 22. I've smelled a lot of hair. I've uh, I've felt warm toilet seats as I've hid strategically yeah. in the bathroom. I smelled my aunt's underwear in the laundry. Uh, one time my mother threw her brassiere on the floor and I scooped it up. He's like if Leave it to Beaver was a white supremacist. Yeah. It's like this. Well, it's gee, Wally. Comes off. Well, gee, you know, Wally. Like Patrick, only... white supremacist. He's like, gee, Wally. They're only three fifths of what we are. <laughs> hey, why is the help talking to me, Dad? <laughs> He's the only guy that would in that old Mean Joe Green one. He throws the jersey back at him. <laughs> don't, don't touch. Don't talk to me. Yeah, this guy. Uh, usually, like white supremacists are like you know bearded men with guns and shit and they're like ah fucking no oftentimes now they're like uh suit and tie guys but now they like, are that's what i'm saying else. that's nouveau but if they're nothing if they're nothing else though they're adults for sure <laughs> they've busted a nut in a lady like how is this guy getting uh traction in that world i mean uh, that's crazy a 22 year old 22 year old who hasn't, who hasn't fucked and people are like, this is the guy. How did he get linked up with Kanye? How did Kanye... Uh, well, it may have something to do with that, because isn't Kanye's big thing... What's one of his also like little side projects is saying uh, porn's destroying everything? I don't know. That's right? Me. Sorry, that's, that's a big me. thing he has. Although I will say this, uh, and it's, this is going to sound weird probably to people who like know my comedy, but I, I was watching uh, the SNL from Saturday last night. Saturday Night here. And, like, I get a little bummed out. Like, they have a lot of, like, leeway now. What do you mean? And it's, like, it's there's a lot of, like, that instead of, like, like great characters or long, you know, like, like uh, recurring characters. There's, mm -hmm. like, they can really, like, there's so much dirty stuff on the show now. What do you mean? You know what I mean, like, they, they try to get away. What was the other thing? Like, they kept uh, saying P word for pussy on something. But they kept saying it. Uh... Sarah Sherman, who I think is really funny, by the way, uh, did a thing about because they're introducing another wacky situation. They're introducing apparently gay, a gay couple, uh, female polar bears for Coke? On, Peppa, on Peppa Pig. Oh, Peppa Pig. Peppa, Peppa, Pig, Peppa Pig cartoon is going to have gay, uh, fe uh, lesbian couple polar bears. They're just they just um, are not fun to hang out with, and they only talk about <laughs> New York Liberty basketball. <laughs> they're just like, oh, hey, get out of here. Sorry, we're lesbo bears <laughs> your your loud straight male friend really upsets me we're gonna go ground each other <laughs> they're just growling at nothing this is lesbian bears <laughs> they're just like Arr.
Um, but anyway, uh, the the beginning of the joke is that she thinks it's like two guy bears. Yeah, and like, uh, and she they has she has like two pictures, and one's got like you know it's like a stick figure bear basically with like a wiener, <laughs> and the other one she's doing a thing where it's like hitting the other one like in the butt with it. And yeah, it, it's funny. It's not. It's not funny. I'm not even arguing that the humor's there. I'm almost like let down a bit by like oh I thought like the one world was supposed to be the one world and the other was you know you had to go like it's still like when I hear on basic cable now they can say fuck and motherfucker and all really? kinds of shit. Oh, like AMC shows. I stuff? thought they yeah. could say shit and ass. I didn't realize that they got to fuck. Yeah. Basic cables, uh, if you want to. I mean, I don't know what the thing is or what the rule is ultimately, but they get fu- yeah, all those like FX nonstop cursing. Um, and it's fine. I, again, I don't care. Yeah. Not, I'm not offended by it in any way. I'm just like the breakdown of like, well, what's the good? You know what I mean? If this is like the you know, underground kind of dirty stuff. What's the good stuff now? Like they're taking all the good stuffs, getting perverted in its own way, which is weird. Yeah. I, I kind of like rely on SNL to be like, yeah, you guys got to be funny, clean. edgy. Do you know what I mean? Like edgy humor for sure, quote unquote. I hate that term, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. you know, but it's uh, it's gone to like I said, it's almost like everything. Like they have full sketches about like Drake and shit. You know what I mean? That was on this week. That like I don't know, uh, not getting it. Are we just like, old? Absolutely, but I think the the, uh, the humor of here's now I will say this, I think the earliest of SNLs are corny. Yeah, like you know seventy I mean? seventy five to eighty. Does does nothing for me. I jumped in where I really was like, this is great yeah. for me. Was around the Dana Carvey, yes, same Phil Hartman, all that era, and it was great. And it was like wholesome is the wrong word, like head wound Harry and shit loved like that. Had loved head wound Harry. Loved me too. Loved Hanukkah this. Harry used to make me laugh. Hanukkah Harry was great. All the, I mean, the church lady ones were all sexual innuendos. They never like said the thing, but they always referenced sex in a way that was like, but sprockets, fucking, right. they had a lot of weird World, shit. Obviously, um, yeah, church lady, and it was like, it was. I said it was like, at the time. It was edgy. So yeah, but it, it might be age where like, the subject matter. But I mean, the shows like. Uh, I mean, there's a hip hop song parody every episode now. Yeah, that was uh, that was kind of that was kind of Pete's specialty before he left. He'd always be yeah, in the yeah. rap video. Right now, it's like because remember the whole Lazy in the rap video when Lonely Island did Lazy Sunday. That was like they had never done that, and then it was like mm-hmm. oh, they do it once every like five or six weeks, and then you're right now every episode is fucking. Yeah, every episode's got that. But I want to know uh, like. Um, who hooked Nick Fuentes up with Kanye West? Who's the guy? I'm trying that, to that. Like, who's the guy that's like, hey, multi-platinum artist, uh, virgin 22-year-old that's a white supremacist? <laughs> it like, is who great makes though, that Jones having to be there going like, All right. like I don't know, Hitler, Hitler's kind of bad. bad guy. He's kind of bad. I mean, I, you know. Sandy Hook didn't he's like, happen. But, uh, he's like, I love the Nazis. He's like, I love strong word. <laughs> I think you're in heavy like with them, you know. But right now, I don't think you really know what they're doing. Yeah, it was funny to see Alex Jones be like the voice of reason a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. him being the cool collected one when he sweats he and takes wearing, his shirt off. <laughs> with Kanye wearing the mask over his face for the whole interview, oh, it's like, God. how do you take that seriously? Yeah, dude, if... We should do that. We should do a whole episode dressed like Kanye, where we just hide our faces. Just green man costumes? Yeah. 
just the whole time, I'd be like, can I got a hole in my mouth? Oh, it's very hard to breathe. In. Oh, it's very hard to breathe in this thing. Oh. One of my um, favorite images, I still have it on my phone, is what Christine wore a veil for the Jan Michael Vincent oh, yeah. funeral. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still love that photo. Oh, all right. <laughs> R.I.P. Airwolf. Gone, but not forgotten. Didn't people die since we've been gone? Since people died since we left. Since you left New York? Yeah. Since uh, Wednesday? No? No one died this weekend? No one of notoriety that I can remember. Uh, Bob from Sesame Street. Uh-huh. No! Uh-huh. Who? <laughs> uh, Which one was he? He was in his 90s. I don't know. Oh, it's fine. The white guy. That's vague. Why is everything in the color with you? Well, there's yeah. a lot of different people on Sesame you've been Street. Uh, Whitsky, you've been listening to too much, Fuentes. Um... Is there like a like like is there something of him being like racist? They say white supremacist. Why like or Oh, I'm sure there are a ton of videos. Someone on Twitter put up a video of him dropping the N bomb and he goes, Well, that slipped out. He said it slipped out? Yeah. He like said it and he goes Shut up. about the votes and he goes, Well, you're gonna get the votes and he goes, Well, that slipped out. No. Promise. I mean, again, it's almost my point. How do you take that seriously? <laughs> it's like so it's like there's something so much like larger of a problem there. Oopsie poopsie. Didn't mean to say right that. Here. Oop. Dunkaroo. Dipsy doo. Negro. <laughs> white, uh, so Nick Fuentes, Kanye West's white supremacist associate, is filmed hurling a soda cup at customers inside an In-N-Out burger. Okay. All right. Love it. Live it. Love it. Here Love he it. is. Let's see. Oh, it's black and up. Oh. These, these black dudes are having to hold themselves back. Wow. Yo. I believe he's a white supremacist just for having the and crazy just for doing that. What he just did right there, he did it like he thought it was going to be cool. That's a crazy thing to do for this little wiener. Yeah, man. What if he can fight? What if he can just before this goes viral? All right, stop yelling. (laughs) Yo, Sneeko, what up? Yeah, what up, Sneeko? Guy's name is Sneeko. No, let's hear what Sneeko has to say about this. Sneeko, that was over the Twitter. Yeah, your thoughts. That video, Sneeko, your thoughts. Sneeko, break us down for us. Make this make sense to me. Sneeko, let it let it loose. Let this thing rip. Oh, I know this is going to look bad on Nick Fuentes. You can see him throwing a sprite in the in and out. But if you look at the ceiling right here, you see there's ketchup all over. That's because some lady and her husband came up to us, flipped us off, and then threw the ketchup all over me and Nick. Mostly Nick. I just wiped it out of my hoodie. And he retaliated with the sprite. That's actually what happened. We were attacked first, and we told them to go away. They went away. Oh, this is Nick Fuentes' boy. I thought the guy was going to be against but that's him. The truth. And it's a Hispanic it's kid. Damn, dude. They're like, Nick, They're like Nick, you fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> you fucking, you love these white people too much. How? What does white supremacist mean? I don't know, well, dude. Abe said it, too. He's talking about Kanye, and he's like, he's saying, he's preaching white supremacy, and I'm just like, it feels like white supremacy should be called something different if you can be a white supremacist if you're not white. Like, I, I, doesn't it feel like it's. Or if you get along like, with black people. Branded as, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he goes, I'm sorry to tell you, if you like Kanye West, you're not a white supremacist. <laughs> if you're friends with him, you're not a white supremacist. You're not down with him. Dude, this fucking guy. His voice is the b- most bummer thing of like the I have black friends is the, the excuse for you not being racist. And you're like, yes, it is the reason. Like, that is the actual, the actual excuse reason why. Yeah. I mean, this guy is a white supremacist, but it looks like he hangs out with people of other colors. 
His best friend is a black guy. It looks like this guy's yeah. just anti-Semitic. He seems I get a, so scared of terms just because the way that they've been used on skanks, that whenever anybody's called a Nazi or a white supremacist, I'm immediately like, I, I, I am immediately like, what are they well, saying? Looks like, like that old looks like that old Gomez last name golden ticket don't work no more. <laughs> so it's over, dude. Uh, oh, welcome. Louis J. Go- well, uh, Louis J. Gomez, the Nazi sympathizing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That uh, article was the best. Well, Nick Fuentes is a dork. We'll find more videos of him being a dork. We didn't watch that Trevor Wallace comedy. I think there's a video. I think it was him because I right. saw a video of a guy talking where he says that he's actually less gay. For being a virgin than a man who has sex with a woman. Now that I'm like looking at him, I go, I'm sure it was him. It had to be. So I'm going to try to find that video. He's saying like he's that. less gay because he's never been with a woman. That is yeah. Jedi level of trying to fucking turn shit around. <laughs> that is insane. He goes, you know, actually a pussy on your dick is probably the gayest thing you can do. You know, a pussy pulling cum out of your penis. Very gay. Fucking oh, a chick. No. Gay. Dude, if I'm Nick Fuentes, if I'm Nick Fuentes, and I'm like talking all this shit, you better be worried about the first woman you hook up with. They might just wait and roll you. Yeah, a lot of people think I'm gay for fucking Christine. <laughs> That's just her voice. <laughs> I went Jade. Oh yeah, give it to me. Wow oh, me. Oh really? <laughs> fuck me. Uh, 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 uh. Exactly how I sound in bed. <laughs> oh, mama's gonna lay an egg. Mama's gonna lay an egg. Oh, it's about to happen. Oh, it's happening. Take me there. Take me there. Try to hold me down, you pussy. Open up for it. Lava soap, you're about to make me come. Oh, oh, that was good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take a dump. Oh, I gotta scratch my balls. Uh, I'm gonna go air it out in the bathroom for a minute. Oh, you got pussy juice all over my balls. Why yeah. am I turned on and I'm not wet? I'm gonna go try to queef out some of this lube. Oh, hey, you really shot a flugie in there, SA. Flugie. <laughs> <laughs> you really fucking spitting me there, you fucking camel. Another real longer. <laughs> Really hawked back and fired that one in me. Uh, should we watch? Should we watch Trevor Wallace's comedy so you can write some roast jokes? Stripping out down my leg. Roast jokes. Roast jokes. Yeah, guys, give me, give me some Trevor Wallace. Jacob's hacking into the system. Do you like that camera angle? Is Jacob's I'm typing? I have a cool story about they lost virginity. Oh, was it while they were filming the Titanic? What the fuck happened? <laughs> You're like, no, Jack, and you're like, let him go. <laughs> oh no, step bro, I'm stuck in the glacier. <laughs> okay, as a guy, that's gonna be the worst place to fuck ever. It is so cold. It's, oh, it's usually so much bigger than this. It's we're just in the Arctic right now, and you sure you don't wanna like fucking Arizona or something? <laughs> Jacob loves it. You said Alaskan men are pretty hung? Sorry, I thought somebody said something. No. They said Jacob loves this shit. <laughs> I said Jacob My can't energy. get enough. It's, it's cool guy. It's cool guy energy, Jay. Pure energy. You're going to have to out-cool him. I love all of it.
Well, why, who is this? It's for the roast. He's hosting, he's the, hosting Bert, the roast. He's hosting the roast yeah. of Burt Kreischer. Oh. Are him and Burt close friends? I don't know. Nothing makes sense in L.A. Nothing makes sense. Uh, Burt's closest friends aren't on this. <laughs> Segura's not on it? No. No, Joey Diaz not on it. Rogan? No. Ari? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, who, who is on hey what's going on this show is sponsored by better help everybody needs a little help in life uh i've been going to therapy for years and better help is an amazing way to do it why because you need a neutral place you need somewhere to go to set your goals to have somebody help you guide you focus you on achieving the things you want to get to a lot of days people wake up and try to white knuckle life that's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You, you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important, at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is... Nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. Nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get, to, I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f if you're an expert. If, but if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now. America's number one fantasy sports app. Gamble on it. And Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. 
Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats yeah. of two to six players. It's great. Uh, more or less, that's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking if he's going to get more or less than that more, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love, with the NBA, NHL, college basketball, Entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketballs are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah, yeah so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Bueno series. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. Jay. Doesn't make any sense. It's all over the place. Me. Hinchcliffe. Trevor Wallace. Hinchcliffe. Rachel Feinstein, uh, Whitney Cummings, and Bert, obviously. <laughs> Bert goes, so this roast is people that I call twice. <laughs> it's like, it's not the call, it's not the first call. It's like, I call them, they call me back roast. This is just, you know. Dude, yeah, just make fun probably, of that. That's probably, that's probably what I'll riff on is that none of his actual friends are here. Yeah, dude. This is clearly, uh, and it's on OnlyFans, right? Yeah, I want to point out the last few times I've seen uh, last season I've seen Joey Diaz and, and him interact it's been Joey Diaz just leaving him constantly <laughs> Joey's constantly leaving him that uh you should dose him Ferrari just get one in <laughs> just yeah, get in I might dose somebody full yeah, circle for real the dude cycle. you're the last one it's like it follows you have to get rid of it I have to get rid of this <laughs> I have to dose somebody watch you gotta, your ass Black Lou yeah dude you're, day. you ever done acid on the bus ride home <laughs> Cause you're yeah, about like, to. You know, Black Lou, it's funny. I didn't know you got wet. He goes, what? What? Hey, guys. Hey, you go, yeah, Jay, I think I'm ready to go to commercial. Commercial. <laughs> you want me to go to commercial? Oh, oh dude. no. 
It was a. Oh no. (laughs) Oh, this is too much. (laughs) Oh god. Uh, the oh, roast is tomorrow. We're trying to get you back. The roast is tomorrow night, right? Roast is tomorrow night. Yeah, you're gonna do great, dude. We'll see. We'll get there. You're gonna fucking kill it, bro. I'm giving you LA energy. You're a fucking man. <laughs> you already fucking have it. You so have like, it. Just do it. I'm like literally in awe of you. You have it now. Just unleash it on Christine. Why are you having this battle with the sun? Just yeah, go, go somewhere, somewhere else. else. I keep moving. <laughs> you look like you're you look like you're in a teacher conference, a parent teacher conference, and you're hearing bad news about your kid. Yeah, you're so upset. You're like, I knew it. I knew he wasn't going. <laughs> I knew he was cutting every day. Oh, you're telling me he pisses his pants every time? Ah, son of a bitch. Oh, this kid's an idiot just like his father. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Christine looks like she's taking a shit. Dude, I saw something <clears throat> wild going to Houston, uh, mm-hmm. which, by the way, so much fun, man. Uh, a lot of people did the Houston and Austin, the whole Texas tour of the bonfire. We got to gather those pictures up and send them a T-shirt. Yeah, we got to get some stuff. So, Black Lou, we, we got some addresses for you and some names we got to give because there was a lot of people that were coming out to both shows. Uh, Barry Fennell, I think Mario. I think his name yeah, Mario, I didn't get to see Barry because in between shows, at the Houston, in between Houston improv shows, you know, you've been to that club. It's kind of tough to go out there and talk without shit getting crazy. Because it's like yeah, the, yeah. the next show's seating and the old show's leaving. And it's like, if you go in there. Uh, but I did, after the late shows, got to meet a bunch of campers. It was fucking fun, dude. Houston Improv is a massive room that usually stinks. And that room fucking rules. It is a great room. Like, I, yeah, yeah seeing it, I was like, ah, dude, this is going to suck. And it was fucking great. Um, but dude, The fl- new Cap City for the first time is very nice. Oh, yeah, the new Cap City. How was it? So funny going from like it was in like the most like seediest, creepiest mall, like strip mall ever. Yeah. The other one was like by like a Chinese buffet and a hand job place. Yeah. Like right next to it to now it's in like the it's next to like, you know, like a Kendra Scott and a Louis Vuitton store and Lululemon. It's like a high end. Oh, really? Domain. They moved it to the domain. Nice... It's a high end uh, strip mall that has actually apartments above it, which is kind of funny. Oh, that's crazy. But the, ho- but the hotel's in that mall. Oh, that's fun. So you can just walk right to it. It's two minutes of a walk, yeah. Yeah, because they used to put you up in that Holiday Inn that was down the highway, and you had to fucking be like, how am I getting to the show? Um, and it was just on that It was on that creepy like road, like yeah. dark. With the business center thing. behind it, and you're like, am I going to die? Um, <laughs> flying to Houston. I'm in line. TSA pre-check. Older couple in front of me. They have backpacks, suitcases, and jackets. They get to the conveyor belt where you push it through the screening machine. Mm-hmm. They don't even get a third of the way to the screening machine. They just put their stuff up on the belt and then go through the metal detector. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm the one behind them. I'm like, what the fuck? There's a giant gap between where their stuff is and the machine or whatever. And I looked at the TS. It's just like it's on you? Yeah. To move and, forward, yeah, and I and I looked at the TSA lady, and she goes, "Fuck that, go around them." And I took my stuff and I put it in the machine, and then I went through, and I was waiting for it. And the lady was like, "Uh, well, I guess this guy just went and cut us." And I went, "No, you didn't push your stuff through. That's wild that you just left it there. Like that's I, I go, lady, that is 
crazy you did that. And she goes, um, I do that every time. And I was like, then you've never flown before. You've never gotten your stuff through security. Because they just left it there. And they were like, oh, someone will push it through for us. It was fucking wild. And then she acted like I was crazy. She was like, oh, this fucking asshole cutting us. Yeah, The airports are back. And they're back as bad as ever. Ralph told me a story on SDR show last week that it I, I, still makes me furious on his behalf. He was coming home from Portugal. Yeah. You know, just banging those fucking otherworldly sluts. The geese? Just banging going. Some of the geese out there? Just going down to the port, getting Portuguese. Hunani. Getting geesed. But uh, he was coming back on his flight. He, he sat in his seat and he heard them like page his name. Yeah. And he uh, he went up to them. And he was like, "Yes, whatever." And they go, "Yeah, is there a reason like you you have to put your suitcase in the upper in one of the upper things? You know, the yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah, overhead bins. Overhead bins. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, you got to put it." And he's like, "Oh," and he's just all, he was on on the floor, like it was on the in the middle of the aisle, his bag. And he was like, "I had it up in this bin." And the, there was like an older guy in the seat. That just he goes, he goes. That's my bin above my head. So yeah, I took it out, and uh, and there was also another, he took a couple people's things out. It turns out ultimately, and Ralph Ralph said the other guy was arguing with him a bunch, but Ralph that he just more kind of like laughed it off and whatever. Which Ralph did probably do the right thing, but I was like, he kept saying like, how do you think Lewis would have handled that? And I had to say probably like I would have, like because he was like, you don't think Lewis J Gomez would have like lost his mind on that? I was like, yeah, but so would I have. Yeah, dude. I absolutely would have been. I would have been in a thing with that guy. There was a uh, there was, and a... if they were like going to escort me off the plane for it, I would be. I'd make even a bigger stink because I'd go, that's fucking crazy. Like this yeah. guy should be taken off the plane, or so. that's why. That's a very aggressive move. Just dump someone's luggage. Yeah, to ta- to take someone else's stuff and move it out of an overhead bin is fucking. That's a war move. You're ready to go to war. If you're doing that, I move, like, move things over, and that's whatever. If you move things over, that's fine. One you time know, there was like, a guy. On, one time there was a guy. It was th- really the only space was the entire you know thing above him, right? And on both sides they were full, and I put mine on the left side, and I was like a row or two back beyond that, whatever. And this guy goes, "Um, that's only for this row," and I went, "No, it's not. It's for first class. Yeah. You know, you just you can put it in there if you're." And he goes, "It's for this row." And so I took it out and I moved it and I go, is that okay? Are you are you feeling okay that I moved it? And he was so mad that I was giving him baby voice that throughout the flight, mm-hmm. he kept looking back at me with his wife. And at one point I blew him a kiss and I've never seen a man get angrier. He was like, oh, I went like that. And he was like, oh, because I was like, fuck. When I pulled my suitcase, I did call him a fucking dork. <laughs> I pulled my suitcase and I go, here, I'll move it, you fucking dork. And he was like, oh, oh, he was like a 55-year-old white guy. He was just like, oh, oh, I used to be so cool. I would have said, said it's up there. And if you touch it or if you pull it out of there, I'm going to open hand slap you on a plane. That would have been cool. That would have been uh, way cooler. It's fucking crazy. I, I, I've been watching uh, this Shaq documentary thing on HBO Max. I didn't know that Shaq open hand slap knocked out Greg Ostertag in a locker room once. I didn't know that either from pretty the Utah great, Jazz. Pretty great, do- pretty great documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much the last. I also I think- forgot that him and Charles Barkley had a major, major fight once, and they worked together every day on a TNT. Ever since they did the Jordan The Last Dance, they've just been going back through that era and then following like major basketball stars. And they're like, can we do another Last Dance? Because they tried it with Jeter called Captain. 
and it just ate shit. <laughs> it was like they tried it with Montana. The Shaq one's a four parts. Great. Shaq one's been great. No, I, yeah, I'm gonna watch the Shaq one because Shaq is one of my favorite players of all time. He's funny as hell. You're watching it, Lou? Oh yeah. I thought he was the most interesting part of the the Lakers official doc on. Uh, oh, the one Hulu. that didn't make him look bad. Yeah, on Hulu. Which, the one where they're to just, me is. Yeah, it's it's confirms that the series was accurate and, yeah, it's and a good. <laughs> it's a political ad. Yeah. Because the one on Hulu, isn't it like, hey, if there's one problem in Laker Nation, it's loving championships too much. It's like, oh, it's not drugs and pussy like it is everywhere else. It's not fucking sex and drug and drugs and power. They're like, no. Nah, La- not, not, what were you going to say? I, was, not, I don't want to get too far off the airplane thing, so I want to say like, my airplane thing is I got on the plane feeling like garbage yeah. already, right? And I go to kind of curl up in my seat, you know, go to try to sleep for a little bit or something and or i was gonna watch so i actually ended up watching clerks three <gasps> brutal i heard it i heard it's a tough watch it's a drama it's <sighs> like i don't know man it's a drama that once in a while they have jay and silent bob come in and jay and these have jay say lines from all the other movies mm. it's really weird weird flick but as soon as we got on the plane as soon as they started taxiing the second they start taxiing or I'm sorry, as soon as the not taxing when they when the stewardess has sat down. Yeah. And you know, there's usually about the like five, six minutes or so before you take off. Yeah. The lady in front of me, this just I I can see her face when she came in, bitch face, late twenties probably. Mm-hmm. Big tits, chubby girl, but seething with confidence. That's and the, uh, the Lizzo era, dude. She was in the seat in front of me and she fucking as soon as we started, uh, the steward sat down. She just cranked her seat all the way back. Fuck, so all she's, the way so back. She, basically, I mean, you buried wa- the TV screen just the, all the way. And and it wasn't. Now here's the thing: she does it when we take off and we're moving. Like, fine. I hate. I still think it's a dick move, but okay. What are you gonna do? You know yeah. what I mean? It, it is. You know they make it so you can do that. But because she did it like then, I just spent the next like 15 minutes probably aggressively driving knees and moving that chair all over the place love it and then she eventually when she sat forward i just uh, she, she wasn't doing anything and i went i go miss is it possible to move the seat up a little bit like i'm just tall and like you're, it's literally on my knees and she like without saying words just like you know ugh, her way through like moving it up a little bit but fuck her yeah what dude. a crazy move though but before the plane even takes off like this is how it's going to be all four hours yeah <laughs> and you I... can't listen if you're gonna if you're gonna recline the seat you can recline it a little I have to sure. What Jacob? I have to warn you all because I think whatever last remnant of civility on a plane is going to be leaving soon, because I think all of them are going to be getting Starlink, which is uh, they're going to everyone's going to have Wi-Fi capability on every plane during the flight. So I'm right. I'm I'm fearful that now you're going to have people FaceTiming for six hours straight next oh, to you. Man, it used to be so great on the subway oh, Jesus, where Jesus. you would go underground from Astoria when you and yeah. you'd watch everyone's phones get cut off because everyone would be on, mm-hmm. be on the phone, and now you can just be on your phone underground. And now yeah. that's gone. Oh, really? It never goes out. Now, now, now no. it barely goes out, if at all. But now, picture you're sitting next to somebody who FaceTiming forced to shut it off when the flight starts, but now they're on the whole time. Dude, I Gabbing. I texted you guys this, but I don't know if I ever talked about it on the bonfire. That lady that was watching Kevin Hart's Insta stories and laughing in a way that immediately made me think she was mentally ill. <laughs> She's like, 
sitting next to me, I forget where I was going. Might have been Cleveland. It was Cleveland. I was flying to Cleveland, and this lady's like, oh, 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 oh he done did it again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I look, and it's Kevin Hart's Insta stories. And you're like, those are the most corporate things in the world, because he's like, ha, bam. Okay, now Nissan decided to come on in and he helped me out with my Chase Capital card. It's never, like, actually funny. Now he's just a, now he's just a All right, advertisement. Bam, boom, bang, boom. But she was laughing, and then, dude, I was reading a book, and she kept going, what are you reading? And I was like, oh, it was just this book. But she kept being like, who who wrote it? And I'm like, I'm not giving you a book report, lady. Finally, she went like, when I go to concerts, I go a little crazy. I'm going to see my favorite Japanese rock band tonight. And I was like, dude, this is fucking wild. Oof. Rest of the flight, I just acted asleep. I just put my hat over my eyes, and I was like, this is fucking crazy. But she There's nothing worse than a zany bitch. Joe's right. Her laughing at the Kevin Hart Insta stories was the immediate thing where I was like, "There's no way they're that funny." Even if they're kind of funny, there's no way they're that funny. But you know, he yeah. he's also. I thought he had conquered every medium, but now apparently does an audi an uh, audible, uh, 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 story like an hour long like monster story. Like, a, like I think what? he has a series, an audio, like an audio show. It's but not he, a book. But he does like horror stories. What does he do? I think it's a horror, Kevin Hart's horror stories. On, but yeah, and I think he's the. Uh, Dude, see, he, there's no. There's is nothing he trolling he you, Jay? At this point, is he just doing stuff where he's like, "I'm gonna do it. bam! I got a new corn podcast." What the fuck? Well, yeah, I see these audible things. Like, I remember, like when I'd come into the Lincoln Tunnel, there's always a. I think Audible has a billboard out there, and it'll yeah. be like Zachary Quinto and somebody else starring in, but it's an audio audiobook. Yeah, so it might be like a horror film that they do as a podcast, because I know they're doing that shit. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, but Kev just like, yeah, I mean, he's got bottomless money, dude. And he loves the Jews. He ain't gonna say, he, he, for him to bring yeah, Kanye has he, on? Has he chimed in at all? He hasn't chimed in on anything with uh, in regards to... He chimed in when he chimed in on the Chris Rock Will Smith thing is my uh, favorite. What was it? This one hurt, y'all. This one hurt because these are brothers. Oh, these man. are friends, man. These are these are like best friends to me. <laughs> I would love if you got like that famous where you were just so phony about it, where you're like, "Oh, Chris Pratt, you my boy, man. Why'd you have to go and do that instead of just making fun of whatever they do?" You're like, "Oh, man." It's- Dude, it is the funniest. Having a new famous best friend is one of the funniest oh, things in the world. You gotta understand, he's he's different now. <laughs> well, it's the Audible I mean, original. It's, it's, like, it's like I'm gonna go call Marty real quick. You're like who? Like Martin Sheen? He's gonna call <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, of course. You know, Bobby. Uh, dude, Bobby. Marty got, would actually laugh if I said that to him. Bobby. Bobby and I got lunch yesterday. Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, because I'm going to tell Bobby that when I see him. I told you that's with Keith Robinson. While I thought he was full of shit the first time I met him. Because I was just, I forget, just naming comics. And I remember, uh, you know, something about Jim Brewer. I said, he's like, ah, Jimmy stinks. You know, he's busting balls. Yeah. He was like, he's like, ah, Jimmy stinks. Ah, I'm going to tell Colin Quinn. Next time I see Colin Quinn, I'm going to punch him in his face. You know, yeah. Hmm, okay. Sure, you yeah, know. Like, you him. don't know any of these people at all. Yeah. I bet people. You all. I mean, it's funny because we've been doing this show seven and a half years and Pete's never been on and we've talked about him ad nauseum. And it's funny that he's never been like, oh, come by the ball fire. It's like I've, never been, I've never been garried by a friend so much. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty it's impressive. Most, he said he was going to come on the show probably over a dozen times. Every time I see him. 
He's like, when he was at SNL, he was like, well, I'm right across the street. Could I come over from SNL? And he'll even, anytime you want. He would even say shit like, well, now there's no excuses. I'm just right across yeah. the street. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, that right there is the move where you're like, how did we fall for it so many times? Do you remember when we found out that he would text us the same thing? Where he'd be like, yeah, is yeah. everyone mad at me? And then he would text Jay, <laughs> is everyone mad at me? <laughs> and then you're like, damn, that's, like a, that's like a stripper running game, dude. Who's mad at me? It's like, oh, are you mad at me? You don't have a talk to Some... me anymore. Someone's mad at me. <laughs> well, Who's can, mad at me? You can listen to the Audible Originals, Kevin Hart Reads Monsters and How to Tame Them. That's it. Is that a kid's book? Kid's I don't book, know. probably, right? But it's... Getting that kid book money. He goes, all right, now, bam. I'm bam. opening the book. All right, boom. Now, the monster's now, hungry. First line. Oh, <laughs> monster, monster loves to eat children. Bam. This um, little girl. All right, I'm looking at the drawing. Look at she's a black girl, and she's got pigtails. Okay, oh, bam. <laughs> now, next, monster comes out. Monster lives under the bed. Bam. Bam. Oh, shit. Bam. Bam. Um, let's, uh, let's take our last break mm-hmm. so I can go take a little sis. Thanks for listening. Don't forget that the Bonfire is a radio show, a full show. we got a studio and everything. You can listen to us on SiriusXM or on the SXM app. It's basically the same thing. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.